Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com. One. Single. Simulcast. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like literally. Literally, I'm in the midst of cooking dinner and I'm like, I'm looking at the clock like it's top chef and shit. Like, wait, wait, I got 30 minutes left. Okay, cool. Wait, I got to get all these. Where's the seasoning? Where's the seasoning? You got 15 minutes left. You got 15. Oh shit, I didn't even put in the milk yet. The half and half. Oh no. You got 30 seconds left in the music. I really literally started sweating. And I got everything mixed up and into the instant pot and ran in here and sent you the link. And I have my fingers crossed. I mean, I'm good. If if you're if if even if you want to do just a 30 minute, just to be in your presence for 30 minutes and talk with you, because I have questions would be okay. greatness. Um, but a nigga needs to know that well, sure, you like we can do on top chef sh- status. Ugh. We can do 30 minutes. That's fine. That's okay. totally fine. And then, you know, instead of doing like the full two hours, I get it, man. I totally get it. Because, yeah, I, I, there was part of me that like we got new um, we got new lawn furniture. Mm-hmm. So kind of like enjoying being outside and everything and just kind of just hanging out. And so it was just like, oh, man, I don't I want to hang out on my lawn furniture. Girl, so, have you ever been on a hammock before? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. You get in a hammock and you're like, fuck houses. I don't even yeah. want to go inside. I live here now. Like I <laughs> love the hammock so much that I broke it. Like oh, no. I got too deep into it. I'm just like, Ugh. like let me make a butt groove in a place where you can't make a butt groove. And it was just, <laughs> it felt like I was in my mother's lap again. Like it was just like the bestest. Um, but yeah, quick question. Wait, hold on. Single simulcast 366. We're going to make this shit real quick. Matter of fact, that's going to be the name of the episode. Fuck you if you can't take a joke. Listen to hindsight again. That'll help you out with the time frame. Any, anyhow, Shanta, I have a question. The uh-huh. question has to do with sibling rivalry. To dig oh. a little bit deeper, it has to do with German. <laughs> okay. How in the him. fuck did he know it was Big Forehead Day? Like, and how did you know when Big Ear Day was? Like, do y'all go looking for this shit? I have no idea when Big Ear Day. I just wanted to let him know. I just wanted to I just wanted to let him know that I know you coming at me about Big Forehead Day, but just to let you know that you got them ears and <laughs> I'm not, you know, if that day pops off, I'm gonna be in there. If they take you know, your forehead and his ears, they're going to have a grown-up. <laughs> That's all I was thinking <laughs> about when I was reading the post. Like, I, I didn't know. Like, I went and I looked and I scrolled down to somebody else talking about, it's our day. And it was Grab Your Nuts Day. And it was really oh about eating, like, peanuts and almonds and shit. But it's literally Grab Your Nuts Day on the calendar. And I was like, who makes up these days and who approves them? And how does it go viral? Because I got plans. <laughs> like who said we need a big forehead day i'm really perplexed like who decided this was it a president did somebody sign this in it's on the calendar whose fault is this i really want to look i thought he just made some shit up honestly i mean be, if I he made some shit up he had it. the full-on link with it 
he he had the calendar like he cut and he cut and copied it over. I'm about to look. I'm about to look. Google will tell me. Is it big head? Is it big forehead day? Is it big forehead day? I feel oh, like I there's a website that you can uh, Negro. It's big forehead day on the second of August. It is legitimate. And the third of December, God damn it. The third of December is big and shiny forehead day. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a website called what national day is it? Today is big forehead day. National big and shiny forehead days on December 3rd. I want to know more. There's a national dog day, national singles day, whatever. Get the fuck out of here. National daughter day, uh-huh, whatever. National Puppy Day. Okay, that's cute. But I'm like, who put these in here? Whose fault is this? Tomorrow is National Watermelon Day. Ain't that something? Right? Like, how did how did I do this? I really want to know. Other national days. Random day. Okay, we're going to do a random day and find out. National Sibling Day is the 10th of April. National Sibling Day. Mm-hmm. 10th of April. Okay. I'm never going to tell my brother that. Random day. Let's see. What, what else you got for me? National Sex Day is 10th of June. Oh, wow. I didn't know that they had these days. Why is that? I wonder why that's national. Why? I don't know. National Pay BB Wave Day is the 25th of, no of September. What the fuck is a Pay BB? See, I don't know. I'm not even going to critique it because who knows what it might be. But the nigga really came and found the National Big Forehead Day just for you. Just for, well, for me and anybody else in our family that has a big forehead because he tagged like, he tagged <laughs> some of my cousins. Some of my female cousins. Because the whole thing is, because the whole thing is, is that our maternal grandmother and our maternal great grandmother, they both had big foreheads. Like so, that's where it comes from. So it's just like, so there's lots of us, as far as the women on my mom's side of the family, that we just we got big fucking foreheads. And he just, he just came through and just kind of shot up the whole building, just like ended everybody. Brock, brock. Basically, but that's why I had to hit him back about his ears because nobody really talks about like nobody really talks about his ears like that. But people talked about it when he was younger because they're not even really that big. It's just they stick out, you know, and everything. And so that was like a thing when he was younger, you know, that he couldn't change and couldn't, you know, couldn't hide it with hair or anything of that shit, any, you know, any of that nature. So, yeah, that was really the only thing that I could really go at him on. As far as like, you know, something that I know at some point bothered him. It don't really, I mean, he don't care. He don't oh, care right now. No, no. Just, of just not. like, I don't care. Just like, I don't care about my forehead. I'm cute. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but for all y'all, for all y'all niggas out there, all y'all niggas who don't have any opening pickup lines for your best friend's girlfriend, oh. National Big Head Day is on the 7th of April. <laughs> Hey, wow. big head. 
what you doing? Never knew how that was a pickup line. Did not sound sexy at all. Yet, niggas use it. That's because dudes think antagonizing a woman, like for people who like, you know, for heterosexual people, dudes antagonize women. And they think that that's supposed to be cute. And some women actually, you know, they get with that because that's like, you know, we're conditioned to think, well, oh, if he's mean to you, that means he likes you, you know, kind of thing. And so that's how that shit works. It's just like, well, so hey, big head, you know, you say something kind of nagging somebody. Yeah. Never worked for me. Also, there's not a national big ear day. I'm uh, looking. I'm going to make looking. one up. You I'm should. I think if you go to that website, you can literally make one up. I think I'm, I'm getting the feeling. Like, niggas don't really care. They will allow you to do anything if you get enough tweets for it. That's that's what it looks like as I'm scrolling through this uh, page. Because I still don't know what Baby Wave is. And I'm looking it up, and it doesn't seem to exist. Go back home. Um, okay. I'm, I'm going to keep looking for you, though. I got your back. Babe okay. Ruth Day. Okay, that makes uh, sense. Baby Mama Day, Baby Mama Drama Day. Oh, wait, wait baby, baby Mama, Mama Drama Day is the tenth of May. <laughs> <laughs> National Baby Mama Drama Day is the tenth of May. What do you do on National Baby Mama Drama Day? Like, you do call you call your baby it- mama and you like I ain't got it this month? So, like, you you create the baby mama drama. I think you got to. I think you give the gift. <laughs> <laughs> like, baby mama drama day, you create the drama. You don't, like, try to stop the drama. You got to yeah. make the drama happen. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. I, I was getting scared there. I th- they have a list of things that our name like for example the 13th of april is national bad breath day oh that's when you recognize them niggas that you just talked to with your hand over your mouth like hey i'm tagging you hope you get it (laughs) this is uh, people showing up with like listerine strips you know randomly in the mail Mm -hmm. with a card it's not my birthday but the people in my office left a whole bunch of gifts on my desk national bad breath day that's awful donald trump will like this one the first of may is national bad spray tan day damn i am literally just i'm i'm happy right now this is i can do this for a while um but no no big ears or no big no yeah no big ears not yet i'm gonna find it for you though i got your back National Becky Day. Oh, good for Becky. Mm-hmm. I bet, you know what? I bet people who are named Becky are excited that nobody's really talking about Becky anymore and they're talking about Karen. Like, we've moved on from the white... Like, we've moved on from Becky to Karen. You know what? I am absolutely confident that it's just like... um there was a show that I love that's now on Disney Plus. Y'all should check it out if you have Disney Plus. Called Recess. Mm-hmm. And in Recess, in like the very first episode or maybe the second episode, there was this kid named Gus who became a part of the group 
uh, but he was the new kid. Mm-hmm. And so they called him new kid. Like everybody in the school, King Bob deemed that he had to be called new kid. Mm-hmm. And they would not stop calling him new kid until a new kid showed up at the school. And the old new kid was celebrating because he had a name again. Right. And it had been like six years since a new kid had came to the school. So he had just been new kid for six fucking years. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so and so they go through the whole, it's like a 15-minute episode or whatever. Really, if you have Disney Plus, I urge y'all to watch Recess. It's such an amazing show. But um he they go through the whole 15-minute show, maybe 30 minutes, I don't remember. I have to look with them calling Gus new kid. And then uh, TJ, the leader of the the little group, and they're like fourth graders, but TJ, right. the leader of the group, he sets up like this scheme. So then everybody calls Gus by his name and all that. And he's all happy because he's finally recognized. But then King Bob shows up, who's a sixth grader. And he's like, what are you doing in my way, new kid? And everybody's like, who were saying, Gus, Gus, Gus. They went back to saying new kid because King Bob called him new kid. So Gus stands up and he's like, look, man, you ain't going to call me new kid no more. My name is Gus. And King Bob looked at him and was like, all right. (laughs) Gus was like, that's it. That's all I had to do. And Bob was like, yeah, that's your name. That's your name. That's cool, man. We ain't tripping. It's, it's, It's elementary school. And so Gus walks off and everybody's like, Gus, Gus, Gus. And the new kid is like, motherfucker. I've been here for six years being called new kid. And all I had to do was get up in your face and say, my name was Bobby. That's crazy. It's how elementary school works. So the show is so great. It is so fetch real talk. There's a whole lot of best friend days. Oh, there's a bike to work day. That is not a day. Please okay, say that's is- not a day. That is a day. The 3rd of April, Shantae. Drum roll, please. The 3rd of April is National Black as Fuck Nigga Day. Oh, nah. So, this, see, this website's just making shit up then. I, nah. I feel like that. I feel like it's making it up, but at the same time, I kind of... Tweed Day is also on the 3rd of April. Tweed or tweet? Tweed. Like wearing tweed. the tweed, the tweed like, jackets. Oh my God. Peanut butter and jelly day is also on the 3rd of April, but somebody elected black as fuck nigga day. So that means the Karen day. Oh, that reminds me. That's what I was going to say. I was at work a couple days ago because that's what happens. And there were white women near me because that's also what happens. And I wasn't listening. I wasn't in their circle because I'm not. And these two white women were talking about taking the name Karen back. (laughs) Oh, man. They're so oppressed. Right. We need to take it back and make it our own again. And so they were talking about making shirts that said proud to be Karen. Right. That's what that's because that's what it's about is because they're so attached to whiteness and racism that anything that calls it out they suddenly have to hold on to it it's like here's the confederate flag that is a symbol of racism and it's just like no 
it's southern heritage it's just like okay people have figured out that they're starting to call like white women who get out of pocket they're calling them karen and it's just like no i this is you know my right to you know call the police is being infringed upon and i i get to I want to keep caring for myself. How dare they? Which is so fucked up because it was never yours to begin with. Like you didn't even, you weren't calling anybody caring. Like somebody made some shit up for, for a concept and now you're trying to take it back. It wasn't yours. You can't take shit back that wasn't yours in the first place. You didn't even make the shit up. But it's funny to see them try. It's not. It's not. Like it. Like, it's just silly. Just, like, why not just be better? Like, be a better... Like, you know what? what's crazy? It's, it's what's, what's wild is how clear it is that some of these people are so beholden to being racist, whether they've come out with it or not. Like, the, how these situations are making them, emboldening them to be like, no, this is bad, rather than being like, you know what? It's fucked up that the police are shooting people. Uh, or it's fucked up, you know, or it's fucked up that these people are accosting people you know, are accosting black people who are trying to get in their apartment or, you know, Uber Eats people or what, you know, just whatever. Like, why, how do I know who anybody is who goes in anybody's apartment building? Who am I to even, you know, question it? I don't know. It's like, if this person has a key, they probably live there. Or if this person knows how to use the buzzer, they know how to get in. It's just, you know, but no, that's not what they think of. They're they are like gun they are not 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 that they are adamant about being you know being caring and you know um a group like you know all every every town has that little uh facebook group we out here we have like the elk road tribune page Mm -hmm. it's like the newspaper and it's a group Mm-hmm. And I feel like they decided that um, they needed to stir up some shit mm-hmm. because they posted today something about Blue Lives Matter mm-hmm. and all the white folks went in there and there literally went ape shit and they started fighting amongst themselves while the mm-hmm. black folks were just sitting on the side and they started calling each other like libs and snowflakes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. And black folks were just sitting there watching. But these white people, like half of them just feel like they got to defend us. The other half are like, I got to fight this. And the black folks are just like, we don't, we're not a, but we didn't ask you. It's no such thing as a blue life. That's what we came to the conclusion of. Like, I feel like black folks are literally like walking away from this conversation while white folks are getting louder and louder about what it is and what it isn't. Sure. No, and I, you know what though? I'm fine with them. If they want to fight each other and, and talk about it or like educate each other, like I think that's totally fine. I am happy, you know, if black people are kind of walking away from those kind of straw man argument situations, that's great because there is really nothing you can do for the person who comes at you like, what about black on black crime? That's mm-hmm. like, suck, you need to hit them with like, suck my dick and like keep it moving. Like there's really, cause, cause you can't, 
there's so many things about all these situations that just aren't really up for debate but these white people and motherfuckers they think it is up for debate and it's just like you don't have you know what it is it's one of those things where like you don't have to come to every argument that you've been invited to and i feel like that's perfectly fine with especially with black people you don't have to we've been spending our whole lives you know dealing with people you know coming at us about whatever the situation is just like well about this well that and we're having to defend it or figure it out or whatever and trying to you know trying to reason with these people and we they can't be they we cannot reason with them and i don't think we should feel like feel compelled to reason with them we need to just let them you know feel how they feel and we keep it moving and if somebody who we're close to maybe feels that way maybe maybe we can talk to them if you want to keep try to keep the relationship or whatever or you cut that person loose but like for everybody all of them like this kind of like i don't know like you got to minister to everybody about how you know fucked up all this stuff is or how you know good black people are nah fuck that fuck that fuck that nah i got alcohol to enjoy you know I got a life to lead, you know, it's just, you know, it's just, I think there's, there's too much, I mean, like, stuff is messed up, like, right now, like, stuff is really messed up right now, but there's pockets of joy that we can get into, and I feel like we need to be trying to get into pockets of joy instead of trying to, you know, educate people out of the things that they've latched on, like, nah, nah, you, that's for you, that's for you to work through, Somebody else can hold your hand. I'm gonna play Animal Crossing and enjoy the fireworks show on there. Or something like no, like you're mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. But what about <laughs> I just wanna play devil's at somebody was telling me about uh oh yeah, Gerald. Gerald came to town. Um oh okay, cool. He's been in town for two weeks for a training. And so he came up to my house uh, on Saturday, maybe Sunday, I think it was Saturday. And we sat there and we chopped it up at the kitchen table for a good two, three hours just talking, you know. I cooked him some food. It was consistently good. Um, But just sat there and really chopped it up for like two hours. And one of the things that he talked about was how one of the things that he likes to do now is go on to next door and and debate with racist people. I can't. I had to. I had to shut that whole site down. Like I had to. I had to back out of there because every time that I saw somebody in my neighborhood that I thought might have been a good person posting about, uh, I just saw a suspicious black person or a suspicious mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mexican person walk through the neighborhood. It just hurts my entire chest. Yeah, so. man. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not even mad at that. We got, it was, maybe it was last summer, got like something in the mail saying, hey, we're starting the next door within this part of wherever my, you know, with my neighborhood and everything. And I thought about it for two seconds. And then it was just like, you know what? There's nothing that's going on that I need to know about via the internet. Like, not like that. Cause that's not what, you know, cause it's not like they're like spreading like a bunch of information and stuff, you know, it's them gossiping. And so if they're going to be gossiping, nah, 
I'm I'm cool. I I just I just threw it away. I threw the little thing away, and so they probably who knows what they're talking about? People's yards being overgrown and dogs and this and that. Just like nah, I'm cool. There's a lot of shit that I I just feel like white folks have brought into the lexicon of the world that have just not worked out. And I mean, just locally, like there's shit that just, they came up with that I just don't appreciate such as home on home owners associations, HOAs. I just see commercials about them and I'm glad that I don't have one. Cause if somebody came past my house and was like, you can't have rocks in your front yard or your grass is three inches. It's supposed to be two inches. Let's just put it like this. Um, I'll fuck you up. I, I will. I, I I won't argue about it, but I will become extremely petty the more that you tell me what I can and can't do in my own house. And um, that reminds me that March the 14th is National <laughs> Nuckety Butt Day. <laughs> mm. Crime mob how? I don't even know the word. No, if you bought up, that's this time. March 14th is when you can go and beat up your next door neighbor. Blame it on crime mob. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still looking for National Big Ear Day. I support you, Shante, and I support your hustle. Um, But seriously, I just... I get tired of standing in the midst of two white folks arguing over what's right for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one thing that Gerald did mention, and I thought this was interesting is the idea of allyship. Mm-hmm. Like if you like say your husband, mm-hmm. obviously he's a good white guy. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Otherwise I don't think this union would have happened unless like I don't I don't judge fetishes, but sadomasochism, this would be taken a little bit too far. Mm-hmm. But your husband's a good white dude. How long would he be able to put up with standing there hearing folks say white folks ain't shit or white men ain't shit before he's like, Why am I riding for you? Have y'all ever had a conversation like that? No, I don't know, because it's one of those things where, because it's one of those things where I definitely talk about white people, you know, like the things that they do or the way that they move or or whatever, and you know, I definitely don't like disclaimer like, but you know, you're one of the good ones because I think that shit is whack. Right? Yeah, That's, like that that person isn't like if you have to if you have to constantly put out that disclaimer for the whoever to try to tell them that they're, they're okay. You're kind of wondering if that person is really for you. Yeah. You know? And so that's like, it's not, it's not like that, but I guess, yeah, I don't, I hope, I mean, hopefully as long as we're together because, you know, or until, you know, white people get it together and stop being, you know, collectively, you know, become anti-racist rather than being what they are now but yeah i don't i don't know like i now do i i get being burnt out on it i get that possibility of feeling like being put upon or feeling like you're being critiqued but the problem with that is like unless you're doing the shit 
that these people that I'm talking about are doing, it's not about, it's, you should know that it's not about you anyway. Like, you should know that it's not about you. You should, you know, like, not, like, I'm, like I'm not talking specifically about something that you've done. Mm-hmm. You know, now, granted, I'm still very much on a thing where it's just like, you know, for me, because of the type of country that this is, the type of education that we've gotten, you know, basically everybody's a suspect as far as all this stuff is concerned that you like nobody is immune from being bigoted or racist or prejudiced or any of that shit i think what the difference is is just that maybe with some people they're more uh amenable to critique you know if they do pop off with something you can come to them and be like yo what you said was fucked up here's why and then that person will be like, you know what? You're right. I shouldn't say that. And then check them. And, you know, and then later on, they check themselves about that thing. Like, they, like there's that. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was part of a larger conversation. But I was like, you know what? That's a good question. Because I tell, I, I, I know that there's white folks, obviously, who are great people. Like, I don't. Like you said, I don't tell them they're great people. They already know that they're great people. But I'm sure that on Facebook they see me posting about, you know, cops and all that kind of stuff. And some of them are probably Trump supporters. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, Statistics state that uh, 50% of Trump supporters won't tell me. And the other 50 aren't my friends. So I don't know who's a Trump supporter anymore, but it's like, I just, I wonder about stuff like that. Like how long can you stand the rain? Sure. Sure. And that's, that's valid. That's like, that's a real, like, especially like, that's just like with any of these people who have become aware of what's going on. It's like, well, how long are you going to be able to protest? How long are you going to be able to fight with your family on Facebook? How long are you going to be able to, you know, be that person who's not going to avoid, you know, the holiday dinner and actually be there and say something if somebody pops off, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's hard. Like, I think it's, it's hard, but I, but I also think that this is, I think this is their cross to bear. Like, I understand that it's hard, but I also think that this is their cross to bear because the very fact that they can make that choice to check out or check in is privilege. And a lot of the people that they're going to profess to fight for, they don't have that privilege. They can't check in or out. You know, and and then there's, there's, and then there's, I, I think specifically for, uh, I think even us black people in some ways, we have privilege, we have that similar privilege if we're fighting for other people of color, you know, if we're fighting for indigenous people, if we're fighting for Asian people, you know, we also have that that privilege to kind of be like, nah, we not vote, nah, I'm only worried about black people and I ain't worried about these people over there kind of thing. We can do that too, but I, but, and so that's our cross to bear. 
if we're going to say we're going to fight for people, we're going to risk being burnt out. We're going to risk making mistakes and pissing somebody off in the process. But you got to keep going. The world doesn't get better by motherfuckers quitting. Not at all. So, uh, <laughs> we are at 35 minutes. What you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the 26th of June is National Take a Bath with Your Toaster Day. Yo, see? Yep, this is definitely made up. Yeah. Big time. This is this is somebody made definitely made some shit up. Yeah, because there's one in here that says talk like Jerron Day. Jerron? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder who's Jerron and how does know. he talk? But I, I really want to know, Jerron, if you're out there, you could tell us, you know, how it works. The 20th of June is National Tall Girl Appreciation Day. Oh, good for the tall girls. Shout mm-hmm. out to the tall girls. All right, let me find the short ones. I understand. I I got the tone. <sighs> oh no, 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 that was a no. <laughs> uh, shout no. out to the tall girls. Mm-hmm. No, tall girls. That was a gen- no. That was a genuine shout out to the that no. That was genuine shout out to the tall girls because the tall girls don't you know people act like something wrong with the tall girls. So yeah, it's yeah. definitely shout. It's shout out to the tall girls from a short girl. Like I see you, boo. By you out here. 20. By the way, the 22nd of July is National Shade Day. Um, National Shade <laughs> Like, what? Because, <laughs> you know, because terminology is just like, so like what? Like shade, shade? Like like shade, tree shade? Or oh, like no. We, we going shade. shade. <laughs> and the 22nd of December is National Short Girl Appreciation Day. I guess because it's so close to the elves. Oh, that's real. I'm just saying, I want to make a day. I'm going to make the 18th of January my day. It's going to be official. And y'all can PayPal me or Venmo So, me. So will it be Rashani Day or Derek Day? I don't want it to be Derek Day. There's so many Derek's. So it's Rashani Day. It's only a few Rashani's. That's real. Uh, how do you make your day? Make my day, motherfucker. How do I do it? <laughs> There's probably a make my day day. Right? <laughs> Best year as a Clint Eastwood Appreciation Day. And that is not cool. Because that dude, he worries me. But yeah, um, apparently there's a ton of days that we didn't know anything about. Um, made up and real. And there's a dad bod day. Oh, shout out to dad bods. Yeah, because you know, when women uh, gained weight after you know, life happened. We just called them undesirable uh, and fat and whatever it may be. But when guys get fat, they just call it a dad bod and say it's supposed to be that way. Yep. And that's, and that's also because, but also too, is, you know, women are conditioned to kind of accept men as they are. You know, like, if you know, like, oh, he gained some weight. You ain't supposed to want to be with somebody thinner. You know, he, oh, he, he don't treat you right. Well, he can't help it, you know, <laughs> whatever. So mm-hmm. that totally, that totally makes sense that, and then, you know, and then they tell women, well, women aren't visual. They're more emotional and this kind of thing. So it's okay. Like, 
you know, even though there's lots, but the, the problem is, is that there's lots of women who are openly attracted to different body types. They're oh, attracted yeah. to big, they're, attra- they're attracted to big men, they're attracted to, you know, thin men and all the different shapes in between. They with it, you know, but on the flip side, you know, you get dudes where it's almost like he's going against the grain to like, you know, a bigger woman or a woman whose shape isn't fitting the whatever, you know, whatever the stereotype is that's supposed to be attractive. Like he's going against the grain because she doesn't have large breasts or a big ass or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember we had a, I had a homie when I was in high school, maybe college. I don't remember. They kind of blended together. It's weird because high school is literally in one state and college in another, but yet and still high school blends into college because I don't see anybody from either. Um, But he liked big women. He liked Mm -hmm. women with meat on their bones. Mm -hmm. And this is when we were like 19, 20. Um, And it was, in hindsight, it was sad to watch him have to justify mm-hmm. what his desires were. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would denigrate himself like, oh, no, nah, I'm just the perfect wingman. You know, I like a girl who likes to cook. Oh, no, nah, you know, I just, mm-hmm. I like to do this, that, and the third. And it's like, come on, man, if you, if, if you have a, I mean, I know a lot of beautiful women who are, bigger women i know a lot of beautiful women who are smaller women and shorter women and taller women i just love women um, right. but right. it's like yo if you have an actual preference it is in my place to try and guilt you out of it or guilt you into my preference like either way it goes that's just a fucked up thing for a friend an actual friend to do mm-hmm. but people do that that's what's and that's what's they they do that. They really, really do. You know, they probably have broken up relationships and, and shamed people and just, you know, hurt, you know, hurt inadvertently hurt people in the process and everything. And they but they do. They get they get told that this, you know, especially I mean for you know, particularly, you know, just particularly fat women is just like they're something is wrong with them when it's just like they cute. All the different shapes. Mm-hmm. They cute. And you playing yourself, not thinking that these women are cute. They out here living, looking good, feeling good. It's mm-hmm. just like, why would, it's, it's kind of just like, well, why wouldn't you think that that person is attractive? Why wouldn't you? Doesn't, isn't she pretty? Doesn't she look, you know, doesn't she look nice? Does, do you not see? Like, I can see it. I get it. I, you, that's your, you, she cute. Get with her. The same way if it was a, a different body type. Get with her. She cute. But people don't people don't see it they you know we it's a fat you it's a fat phobic society mm-hmm. it's like you gain some weight and it's just like when you you know it's like in, in all kinds of different things it's just like you know if a woman gains some weight and you know she gets pregnant or whatever you know people are talking about t- talking about things that she can do to lose the baby weight as soon as she has the baby yep you know like immediately and point out people like Beyonce or, or or people who have the money for trainers and all that kind of stuff and actually have, you know, who lost weight in some way, shape, or form. We don't know what it was. Like, 
Janet Jackson. Oh, yeah. look, she got her six pack back already. Why can't y'all get your six packs back already? Like, yeah, nigga, I don't. I got a, I a, a baby and a job and a nigga. Fuck you. Fuck you. Like, why you got it? Why? Why is your stomach there? You have no excuse. Why is your stomach there? Oh, mine is sympathy weight. <laughs> but the, right, and that's what's messed up. You know, people. People, you know, there are lots of people who are in similar positions of what they're critiquing, but it's okay that they're in that position. It's not okay for this other person to be in that position. And it's fucked up. It's like not enough of us know how to let people just exist and, and live their life when they're not doing anything. They're not hurting anybody, you know, mm-hmm. just they've gained, you know, they're a bigger person or they're a smaller person. Cause that's the, that's the other thing too. So many people are constantly critiquing other motherfuckers bodies for no reason, mm-hmm. for no reason. Like there's no reason, like there's no reason for you to be, you know, collective you for you to be critiquing what a thin person eats or what a fat person eats. There's no reason. You don't need to be clocking anybody else's plate. And you don't, you definitely don't need to be clocking anybody else's plate under the guise of health because you don't know how that shit works anyway. You don't know who's eating what. There's, you know, there's fat people who are vegan and there's skinny people, you know, thin people who eat hostess cupcakes every single day. You don't know. You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing about health when it comes to just looking at somebody's body. You're not mm-hmm. a doctor. Shut up. I think that sums it up pretty succinctly. And yet, niggas gonna be like, but wait! <laughs> Slept at a Holiday Inn last night, motherfucker. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me go on Google and see what is national judge somebody's body type day. <laughs> <laughs> oh these people are horrible and they don't know that they know okay here's the next question do you think people know like literally know that they're horrible or does somebody have to tell them you know you're being really shitty right now i think it i think i think there are you know what i think it goes back to the people who are more amenable to critique that's what i think it comes down to i think the people who are amenable to critique might be a little bit more aware of it and the people who aren't think that they're good Mm. the people who can't be told anything they think that they're fine because they're going to justify why they're doing it they're going to say you know you know somebody's going to say you were being fat phobic and they're going to say, no, I'm not being fat phobic. I care about that person and I just want them to be healthy, even though they're not a doctor or, you know, like there's all these things that indicate that this is completely untrue, but Mm -hmm. what, you know, and what it really is about is you hate fat people. You hate the idea of somebody being fat. You think you can say this to this person and you think shaming them or whatever is going to help them, you think you're helping somebody. Mm-hmm. 
what, you know, honestly, and that's what. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Go ahead. No, I was going to say when honestly, it's just if they choose to change their body size or change their body type, they're still going to hate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if they choose not to do it, they're still going to hate you. Like my stepfather, I guess, I don't know. Like I said, he, he, they got married when I was like 35. The shit's weird. His name's Archie. He's a good dude, but I don't know about stepfather. I don't know. It's like, I, guess, I get it. I'm not your, your mom's son. husband. Yeah, my mom's, mom's husband. Hus- my mom's Art. husband. Um, Archie, good dude. Um, called me, you know, he was like, hey, you putting on some pounds there. And I had just left the doctor mm. because a few weeks ago, remember we were talking about my low testosterone and everything. Right, right, right. I had just left the doctor to find out why exactly I am putting on weight when I'm doing all this work and I'm doing all this exercising and conditioning with my uh, basketball teams. And I'm, I'm doing push-up challenges where I'm doing like 150 push-ups a day and I still not building muscle or anything else. And I'm gaining weight. And he was like, you're putting on pounds there. Now he didn't know any of that. Right. But at the same time for just a few hours, it was like, fuck that dude. Sure. Because you know what that is though? Because that's still like, it's possible that sometimes when people are talking about someone's weight, that there is a part of it that is about care, you know, that they care about that person. But I think what you, if, if that's what it is, then you lead with that person and you say, hey, are you okay? Because what I see is your body changing and I'm wondering if something else is going on that you haven't talked to me about, that I want to say you can talk to me about this thing or I can help you figure out what, you know, if it's stress or whatever, because there's so many things that can contribute to weight gain that Mm -hmm. have nothing to do with overeating and have more to do with what's going on in our lives. And, but if more people understand that or take that in, then you don't lead with the weight gain anyway. You lead with the person. Are you okay? Do you feel okay? Have you been to a doctor to see if some, you know, to, to check yourself out? I'm worried about you. I don't care that you're bigger. I care that something could be wrong because this change feels abrupt. It doesn't feel like a steady thing that just naturally happens because you're getting older. I'm worried something's wrong. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. And I think that's different than, oh man, looks like you're handing some weight there, buddy. Man, you're better putting on up, a better, little bit. Hey. <laughs> better, better lay off those chicken wings and hostess cupcakes, you know, or, so, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, making a joke of it, making light of it. That's not care. I actually went home and told on him. I told my wife. I was like, come. <laughs> and she was looking at me like, and? And then I was like, oh, yeah, right, Virgo. <laughs> she was just like, <laughs> and? So? What you what you, what what you gonna do? <laughs> what 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 you, what you gonna do, nigga? What you gonna do? Huh? Huh? What's your plan? Huh? You got one? Huh? Huh? You feeling good about yourself? Huh? You talking about you felt you cry a little bit? Huh? 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 Did you did you tell him how you felt, or did you come and tell me? 
not challenge you or nothing, but did he turn to your to his face or did you mutter in the car? Huh? Huh? <laughs> and and for those of y'all who don't understand, that's literally what it's like after a while when you're married. Like there are supportive days, but then there's other days where it's just like, what'd you do about it? Why are for you telling real? me? For real, so man, and that's hard too. It's hard, boy. That meant, oh man, because you want to be, you want to be on somebody's side mm-hmm. constantly, and sometimes it just, you know, because I feel like that's been a point of contention with with mine with with me and my husband is that for me, I'm very much like, okay, we need to figure something out. Is there a plan, or or not even that, but seeing the other side of something and not real for me not realizing that you know what this other person doesn't really give a shit about the other side even if it does make sense to you in your head why this person did what they did or said what they said they don't care about the other side you need to just you know (laughs) shut the fuck up and let them get get off whatever they need to get off or you know be very vocal and just be like yeah that motherfucker's an asshole and kind of keep it moving even if you think that maybe they had you know they played the small part in the situation or whatever or could have did something different they don't want to hear that shit i realize that now (laughs) was the other thing that i learned was that the best time to tell my wife bad news is not right after she finishes the game of Clash Royale, it is when she is watching uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Because mm. she doesn't pause it. She doesn't even look over at me. I could tell her whatever, and then I could be like, I told you earlier. <laughs> I warned you. My cousin's here, the one that you don't like. Told you he was coming over. We're gonna play cards and listen to music with the volume up. You know how that nigga is. I can't even control it. We're we going to drink up all the sodas, including the Pepsis. Can't control it. It's not my house. <laughs> oh, But, yeah, when somebody tells me about my weight, it really makes me want to think about – it makes me think about, like, what am I doing right or what am I doing wrong? And it actually makes me stop doing things I actually enjoy. Like I made a brisket mm-hmm. this past weekend that was fucking incredible. And I only ate like three pieces. Like this is an 11 pound brisket. I only ate three pieces. So I'm like, I really do want to, I don't want to lose weight so much as I want to live. Mm-hmm. I want to live a healthy life where I'm able to move. And I think that I'm mixing up being overweight with being old. Like, my flexibility is not there anymore, and I'm attributing mm-hmm. that to being overweight, when really that's not true. It's sure. just my knees lock the fuck up whenever I try and kneel down to tie my shoes. That's not a weight thing. That's a creaky knee thing. Yeah, know, but that's some, Yeah, that's something else. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I, get, I get it. I get it. But, yeah, um... I'm going to check and see if there's a national talk yo shit day. And <laughs> uh, if I find that, it's over for you hoes because I'm stunning on everybody. Um, also, we've been doing this for an hour. I know your lawn chair wants you. Uh, talk shit. Talk to an asshole. Uh, talk, to one of the tri- talk to one of the folks who call you from a telemarketer. That's got to be made up. 
So what they said they do is that they look at trends on social media. Oh. And if a holiday is trending, they add it to the list. Huh. So stuff like talk like a hot dog was probably a hashtag that okay. started trending on July 23rd. So July okay. 23rd is now National Talk Like a Hot Dog Day. Okay. Well, at least at least there's some some method to the madness. Mm-hmm. Because it definitely, I mean, because it sounds extra silly. But yeah. National Baby Mama Day and different things and trending topics and whoopty bams sounds fine. Yeah, the 11th of July is Talk Your Shit Day. I'm taking that one to heart. I don't care if it's real or fake. On the 11th of July, I'm going to be the cockiest person. Mm-hmm. I'll probably forget. The 11th of July just passed. Niggas is brokeity broke now. So it's now uh, National Can You Loan Me $5 Day. Uh, national I Know You Got It Day. <laughs> national. <laughs> Na- national National Let Me Hold $20. <laughs> <laughs> national Oh You Balling Now Day. <laughs> <laughs> national national you can you can shop at amazon but can't pay me back day (laughs) national (laughs) hey i saw you at subway nigga (laughs) national you got them rims but you ain't got my 60 (laughs) dollars national i don't think i asked came back the tax return came back on that one oh god (laughs) when they say that that's when you know you're either going to fight or you're going to give up cash. Like, <laughs> oh, And I'm taking your rims, nigga. Oh, you got them spring welds. You got them spinning rims. <laughs> it's so messed up. It's so messed up how that happens, though, with people, you know, because you give money and then they just fight. And then you. they out here and then they out here just like, you know. We fly, you know, and bowling. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, and it's and it's and you know, it's not on the flip side. If you need it and they got it, you might not get it. And I think that's and I and I and I that feels unfortunate. But at the same time, it's kind of just like I don't know. So we got to figure out how to give without expectation because it seems like that's the only way to. uh, manage those emotions even though that's that's difficult i because i get it i get wanting stuff to be reciprocated like totally get it yeah you know actually i was going to talk with you about this i was going to talk with candace about it too but i forgot to ask her to come on the show because i was like i said sweating and just oh no (laughs) Um, and um Candace posted up something, uh, for those of y'all who don't know, Candace was on the show a few weeks back. She's the, uh, one of the owners of the Flawless Noises uh, podcast network. Y'all should check out all of their shows mm-hmm. on uh, Stitcher, on uh, Spotify, on wherever you can find podcasts, Apple, Google. Um, but she said something that was so profound to me, and it really made sense for who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, she stated that her love language is a uh, reciprocity, mm-hmm. and that hit me in my chest because the way that I am, I will bend over backwards for you to do whatever I can for you. 
But if when I need you or if when I ask for support back, if you're like, this isn't that kind of relationship or why are you thinking that I should be beholden to do that for you? It turns cold so quickly. Sure. And it's not just a situation where it's like, oh, yeah, support. Like, I'm not just talking about podcasting or anything like that. I'm talking about in in life. Like, if I am giving 150% in this relationship and you're only giving 12, at some point, it's just going to be like, why am I putting myself through this? And that love is going to instantly turn not just into hate, but into, like, contempt. Mm-hmm. So that hit me like in my face that that's that's my love language, like actual uh, reciprocation of love and support, comfort and joy. That was big to me. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then I told Nisha that that was my um, that was my love language, and that was a mistake. <laughs> she just looked at me <laughs> like she looked at me out the corner of her eye we were driving <laughs> we were on the road and I felt her eyes on me like the side eye like nigga did you make that up I love my wife forever and ever I think I'm sprung because I put up with a lot of shit and um like seriously she wears my clothes she eats my food and she like her new thing I don't know how many ladies do this. I don't know how many guys do this. But once you do it to me, I'm like, I I ain't going to give you the chance to do it again. When you ask me what I'm drinking and I give you the cup and you put your lips to the cup and you start looking at me over the top of the cup while you're drinking my my drink. (laughs) Like, like, like jewels on, uh, Pulp Fiction, when you literally look at me in my eye while you're drinking my drink, I don't, I don't, that's the shit I don't like. <laughs> like, don't look at me while you're drinking all my drink. I just left her there. Like, I have made, if you take, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is another thing you can do so you don't ever have to go to uh, Chick-fil-A. If you take lemonade and you take vanilla ice cream and you put it in the blender, you will make a lemon dream that tastes like a lemon cake and it's a slushy and it is incredible. You're welcome. I made the mistake of letting her taste it first. And when the cup got to like two thirds empty, I just walked away because she was still looking at me while I was going up the stairs. I felt her (laughs) eyes on me as I go up the stairs and you know, she's recovering from surgery. So she's sure. staying downstairs because, you know, going up the stairs for that first week was not fucking happening. Like, it, it just wasn't. So she's been downstairs and I've been cooking and bringing her down food and everything. So, but that stare down as she drinks my drink with them big, beautiful eyes. I was just like, you know what? You motherfucker. So I made more <laughs> for myself and didn't, didn't go downstairs with it. But that is an irritant for me. Like, that look over the cup thing. Like, I want to laugh, but at the same time, it's like, you know what you did was wrong. You know that you know good for that. Marriage irritants. Word. I'm sure there's other ones. Also, I am really sure that I'm keeping you from your uh, lawn stuff. And it's been an hour and three minutes. So, Shantae, go ahead and do your shout outs. Uh, oh, okay. 
it's not necessarily a shout out, but we, I want to say something to people of color collectively. We got to fight for other people of color. So like if you black, you need to be paying attention to what's happening with indigenous people, mm-hmm. with people who are coming across the border, with Asian people. If you're Asian, you need to be worrying about black people, indigenous people, you know, like what well, all these things, you know, what, like whatever that is, it's, we all know that right now the focus is Black Lives Matter. Like that's what it feels like, that's the focus. At the same time, there's all kinds of people of color who are experiencing oppression all over the place. So if you're a, if you're a non-black person of color, you gotta step out of your ego being salty about the focus being on black people. That's something else that y'all need to focus on. And then us black people need to realize that, yo, we need to, you know, when somebody goes after, like there was an Asian, there was an older Asian lady who got accosted. People of color, we need to check ourselves about the ideas and things that we have against people, against other people of color. We should not be racist, xenophobic, prejudiced, all that shit, because that kind of shit affects us too. It's not just black people aren't the only people experiencing oppression here in the United States of America. Indigenous people, people that are coming across the borders and and different, you know, that are being, you know, people that are being basically accosted and, and locked up by ICE, those people, you know, there was an Asian grandmother who got almost lit on fire. Like, we all need to come together and check our shit so that we can contribute to the end of this oppression. I feel like we can't really have a full conversation of oppression when we are watching others be oppressed and we're like, well, are y'all standing for us? Right. Um, And while we are having the conversations of Black Lives Matter and we are having the conversations where we are getting uh, some, we are gaining some ground, uh, there are lots of other people who need the same help. You're absolutely right. Um, because those ice buildings are still there. Um, and those kids ain't coming home. And there's nobody speaking for them as far as I know. And there's still three-year-olds who are acting as their own lawyer in court. Yeah, there's mur- I mean, there's, the, there's the, the murdered and missing indigenous women who, you know, the, the authorities act like they don't give a fuck about. It's just like, it's everywhere. And we got to try to speak out on if we, you know, once you get aware of it, you can speak on it. It's one thing if you don't know, you don't know, that's fine. But, you know, I'm telling you, you know, that there's other stuff going on too simultaneously as our shit is going on. And we don't have to do one thing. We don't have to do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> feel like this is like a beautiful conversation that not enough people want to have and even when they do want to have we're trying to rush through it so that we can get to something that makes people feel good or something that fits the narrative of where we are Mm -hmm. 
also fuck everybody who uses um y'all ain't ready for that conversation oh man for real as a way to show that you don't really got shit else to say i I understand waking up one morning with an epiphany i understand getting high and having a thought i understand having a short opinion but you can make that short opinion and it will still go viral you ain't got to say y'all ain't ready for that conversation because people are ready for that conversation. You're not. And one right. day somebody's going to be like, but what about this? And you're really not ready for that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen when I used to be on Twitter, um, when I used to, you know, um, I have seen people who would literally get into conversations and then like a scholar would hop in and just be like, no, this is, this is what it is. And the first person really wasn't ready for that conversation at all. They never are. No, they never are. No, but, um, yeah, y'all be good. Thank you so much for checking out this short episode of single simulcast. Uh, the first episode of hindsight came out yesterday. Uh, by the time you hear this, uh, it was about Above the Rim. The next one will come out next uh, Monday, and it will be about uh, Menace to Society. Shantae, Ooh. I'm sure that we're going to have some that you are going to want to be on. I have a whole list. Like oh, really? A whole if you, list. And if on you that ever whole, do Casino, I'm, I'm, I, got, I got thoughts. You know what? I can add that to the list right now because I thought – I was like, you know what? I have a list of 80s movies, and on that list of 80s movies was Teen Witch. Sure. I'll do that with that one, too. I feel like I feel bad now because I was like, she's going to want, she'll get down with Teen Witch, and you're like, nah, nigga, Casino. But you know what? I can do a whole thing of white gangster movies with Casino, um, Casino, Scarface, mm-hmm. Goodfellas, The Godfather. We do we do a month's worth of themes, so this first month is black uh, gang black gangster movies. So uh, ignore above the rim. That's the pilot, but uh, Menace to Society, Boys in the Hood, right. New Jack City, mm-hmm. and um, what's the fourth one? Set it off. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are the, like those are definitely like the pinnacle. 90s black movies like yeah. gangs like that's it those are i'm with it yeah and so we have like a, a michael j fox month where we do back oh. to the future one two and three and then teen wolf and teen wolf two <laughs> i don't know a lot of michael j fox movies those are the ones that are oh he's not he's not in teen wolf two though no he's not that's why it's going on the patreon yeah that's jason, that's bateman. jason bateman yeah and it's i have that movie on on voodoo oh okay i watched it recently yeah, I have questions. Um, and then we have the uh, rapper-turned-actor movie. So we have Belly, CB4, uh, Hustlin' Flow, State Property, and State Property 2. Um, yeah, I would be on for Belly. If that if you if you need a guest, I would be. I I love Belly. Belly is so bad that it's good. <laughs> I I got scared for a second. I thought you meant I love Belly in a good way. Like nah nah. I I love like I know Belly is Belly is basically like multiple like vignettes all slapped together. So yeah. I 
but still, you know, I love it emotionally, like nostalgically. But no, <laughs> is it like <laughs> I understand that it is not fabulous cinema? No, no, not at all. Well, if y'all check it out, let me know what you think about the first episode. Uh, it came out right before this show came out, so you know, hopefully you listen to it. Um, but check out, check on each one another. Check on each one another. Uh, check on each other. Um, check on one another. Yeah, that's it. Final answer. Check on one another. Um, mental health isn't going away. Mental health issues aren't going away. And we keep pushing it under the blanket while we look at other issues until somebody we know dies or a famous person says they're suffering from it. But right now there are people you know who are suffering quietly and they need your support. So be that support, even if it's just for a little while. And I know that for some of us, we can't take on a lot because we're going through a lot and I understand wholeheartedly. And if you're in that situation, I understand and I support you. Um, but if you are able to ask somebody if they're okay, uh, just check in on them that way. Because um, the world is, isn't getting any saner and um, shit is only going to get worse. This single simulcast, episode 366. Shantae's about to go back out to her lawn chairs. I'm about to go stir some uh, half and half into this butter chicken that I'm making. And we'll holler at y'all next week. Y'all be good. Peace. This is single simulcast. Don't know my name, did you say?